All right, Sunday, something shocking happened. It happened in uh, Tempe, Arizona. It was a Volvo XC90S, and Uber is using it for development of self-driving cars. And it had it was an autonomous Uber vehicle. It failed to slow down and fatally hit a 49-year-old woman who was walking her bike across the street. The footage has now been released of that accident in uh, Tempe, Arizona. And a lot of questions are being raised now because there's two pieces of video. One happens to be the woman crossing the street with her bike on a largely empty street. It's not like she just popped out. I mean, the Uber sees her. She's illuminated by the lights at the very last minute when it seems like it's just too late to act. And inside the car, we see the um, assistant who is... Um, you know, she can take controls at any time. She's appearing to look at something in the vehicle. They're not sure if she was watching, you know, the footage of what's going on on the roads. But she wasn't looking at the road at the time of the at the collision. She was alternating back and forth between, you know, something in the car and the road forward. And at the very last minute, she is completely shocked when it fails to stop. Now, Uber typically refers to its operators as safety drivers in this case. Uh, unfortunately, things didn't go very well there. The cars rely on radar sensors meant to detect pedestrians. And we've got a man on the line right now who knows this stuff about wh- what this technology is supposed to do and uh, has seen the video. Sam Abdul El Samid joins us right now. He's senior analyst with Navigant Research. Welcome to the show, Sam. Hi, Kelly. Nice to be with you today. Thanks for being here. You know, I think a lot of us have question marks about the self-driving cars. And, you know, we we look forward to a future where maybe we can sit back and do some work on our drive to to the office because we're not actually driving the car. The car is driving itself. But something like this uh, gives you pause for thought. So if you could walk us through what the radar in LIDAR are on uh, a self-driving car and what they're supposed to do and, you know, what you saw in the video. Yeah. So first of all, uh, the sensors on the car that detect the, the world around the car, the environment around the car and help it navigate down the road. Uh, there's, there's primarily three types of sensors that most of these autonomous cars are using. Uh, cameras, uh, which are looking for things like lane markers, and they're great at image recognition to pick out uh, other vehicles, pick out pedestrians, cyclists, and so on. But they they have trouble when it's obviously when it's dark or when you know it's foggy or other bad weather conditions. You also have radar, which is great for detecting the, the distance to an object, uh, to other road users, and the speed at which those, those other targets are moving. And then LIDAR is um, a type of laser sensor uh, that, can, that falls somewhere in between and can pick out the, the distance and, and speed of an object, but can also give you somewhat of a picture of that object. And you combine all of those three together, what they call sensor fusion, and it should be able to give you a really good view, of, give the vehicle a good view of what it's got around it and help it navigate down the road. The, um, the nice thing about both uh, radar and LIDAR uh, is both of them can see in the dark. Uh, so even in a situation like this where the car was going down a dark, pretty much unlit road, the, those two sensors should have been able to pick up that woman walking across the street from at least, you know, probably 50 to 100 meters away. Uh, long before the car ever got there, and at the speed it was going, about uh, which is about uh, 50 kilometers an hour, um, it would have had plenty of room to stop if it, it had been detected as soon as the sensors picked it up. Uh, what we don't know is what the actual failure was in this case, whether the sensors did not detect the woman or if it, if it did detect the woman and the, 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 the system just simply failed to respond correctly.
Right, because if she's crossing, she was crossing uh, from the left lane. She was halfway across the street to the to the right. It could have uh, veered into the left lane and gone around her. It could have stopped. I mean, there were a lot of ways that Uber uh, vehicle could have avoided hitting her. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, she was clearly out in the roadway for several seconds before the impact. And there was plenty of time for the sensors to detect her presence there and to both both slow down the vehicle and shift over to the left lane because there was nobody in the left lane. It could have easily gone around her, uh, but it, the vehicle did not respond at all. It just kept right on going as if she wasn't even there. And so that's that's one part of the failure. And then there's also a second failure in the system, which was the safety driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all the, all the companies that are testing these autonomous vehicles uh, today, uh, in, in almost all cases, still have safety drivers in the vehicle that are sitting behind the wheel and they're supposed to be monitoring what's going on. And if something is happening that the the uh, autonomous system is not responding to where they think it should be, uh, or something's just not working, they're supposed to grab the wheel and, and take control. And, and the way it typically works, and I've ridden in many of these vehicles, you know, they sit there with their hands on their lap right by the steering wheel, ready to grab the wheel at any time. They're supposed to be watching the road the entire time. And clearly, the safety driver in this vehicle was not doing that. She, mm-hmm. she was looking down, looking around. We don't know if she was looking at her phone or looking at a data screen in the car. But whatever it was, she was not watching the road. And if it was just a human driver in this scenario without the autonomous system, it's entirely possible that she might not have seen that pedestrian until it was too late. Uh, because it was so dark and the pedestrian was wearing relatively dark clothes, she might not have seen her in time anyway to respond but um, the autonomous system absolutely should, had plenty of time to respond. And so, you know, we've got these two different failures. And so the companies doing this testing really need to stop and take a look at their procedures for training uh, and their processes with their safety drivers to make sure they really understand what it is they're supposed to be doing. Right. This is So this is a case of, you know, the, obviously the technology didn't work. And there was also a case of human error that you can add on to that. It, could uh, Uber be charged and could the driver be charged? Uh, both are possible. Yeah. We don't know what uh, what the prosecutors in Arizona are going to do, but yeah, absolutely, both uh, both cases are possible. Uh, the uh, governor of Arizona, Doug Ducey, just recently updated an executive order covering autonomous vehicle testing, and one of the things it says in there is that um, you know that autonomous vehicles are supposed to obey all of the laws, uh, you know, all the regula- all the federal and state regulations and laws. And, uh, you know, it's, it's conceivable that uh, Uber could face criminal charges in this case if it's found that their system was, was negligent and did not, uh, was not properly obeying the laws. And it's also possible that the safety driver could also face charges. Sure. The third, the third possibility is civil liability if the family of the victim uh, decides to sue uh, Uber or the safety driver um, you know, that that's that's a whole nother kettle of fish. Well, I was just thinking, couldn't you get her on distracted driving? Because I would uh, imagine you should be your hand should be on the wheel and your eyes on the road. Well, yeah, that's that's where things get a little sticky, because technically, you know, um, you know, as the as the safety driver monitoring the system, her hand should have been by the wheel, but not on the wheel. I mean, her eyes, her eyes definitely should have been on the road. Mm. But um, whether, you know, because the car was in autonomous mode. Um, driving itself, she didn't necessarily have to have her hands on the wheel. And right now, I mean, this obviously this is the first such case, so we have no precedent as to how this type of situation is going to be handled by the courts. 
but it's, it's certainly possible that she could end up facing criminal liability. Sam, you said you've been in these autonomous vehicles. You know, take us into one of these vehicles. When you're sitting there with the uh, the safety driver uh, and you said they can't have their hands on the wheel, how do you switch out of autonomous uh, mode into the mode where the, the uh, safety driver takes takes control? I mean, is it just as simple as grabbing the wheel? Yeah, that's all it is. You know, just uh, as soon as the driver grabs the wheel and, and starts to do something with the wheel or with the, the brake or accelerator pedals, their their hand, uh, control is immediately handed off to the driver. Uh, so you know, there, there's also a kill switch for the system in most of these vehicles. There's usually a big red button somewhere on the center console that they can use. You know, if there's a major problem, they can hit that and that shuts it off and they, then it reverts to normal control. But in general, yeah, as soon as they grab any of the controls, it will hand off, hand off, the system should hand off control to the driver. You wrote this great piece for Forbes.com, and in it you say that uh, we need some minimum performance standards for automated driving. What do you mean by that? Because that, to me, sounds like it's the Wild West, is it? Uh, well, right now it is the Wild West. Right now there, there are no, because this is such new technology, there are no regulations specifically covering autonomous driving systems. Um, but... You know, if you think of it, you know, John Krafczak is the CEO of Waymo, the uh, the Google self-driving spinoff. Uh, you know, he he has described it in the past as as a virtual driver. Uh, and if you think about it, you know, if you or I go into you know the the local DMV um, and try to get a driver's license, first thing we do is they give us a vision test to make sure that we can see. Uh, pedestrians, traffic signs, other road users, and recognize what they are. And then, you know, we're given a test of our knowledge of basic uh, road safety rules. To, so we know, you know, we've got to prove that we know what to do on the road. Well, if a human driver has to do that, why shouldn't a virtual driver be required to do the same thing? I think before we put autonomous vehicles on public roads, uh, the companies making these should subject them to uh, a some basic testing procedures, you know, to verify that, yes, it can properly detect a pedestrian or a cyclist or other vehicle at a certain distance um, in various lighting conditions and, and properly respond to it. Uh, you know, that, that, that seems like it's pretty basic. And I understand the argument from companies that don't want regulations that, to stifle the technology development. And the regulations don't have to, to stifle the technology development. Mm-hmm. The, the regulation can be done in such a way that it doesn't specify any particular technology. It just says, if you want to have a car that drives itself on the road, it needs to be able to do this. Sure. And if it can't, get off the road until you can. That's pretty, pretty simple. You know? yeah. So you, however, whatever technology you use to achieve that, fine. If you want to use just cameras or cameras and radar or cameras and radar, radar and LIDAR, great. But... It has to do. It has to meet these minimum requirements, just like any of us do. Sure, it's out on the roads. It's not in a vacuum. I really appreciate your time today, Sam. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. 